people are sensitive uh, to energy. You know, we, we all have a level of intuitiveness to us. And authenticity is, is always going to be something that connects with individuals. Hello and welcome to a Touch of Magic podcast. Starting a business or working on a career is an incredible experience, but it comes with plenty of challenges. This podcast will feature entrepreneurs and career-driven individuals who are figuring out the process of business and career to remind you you are not alone. I am Myra, a passionate entrepreneur obsessed with helping people like yourself live happier, stress-free lives while creating unforgettable memories along the way. This podcast will help you change your mindset with tips and encouragement to help you grow as a person and achieve those goals. Let's uncover the magic! Hello everyone! Thank you so much for coming back. I am so excited for today because we have our very first guest. And today we have Alejandro, who has been a mortgage professional since 2004. Alejandro enjoys working with people to assist them in achieving their goals through education, investment, and empowerment. And this is the reason why I had to invite him to my podcast. Since he was young, Alejandro has been actively involved in the community. He learned lifelong lessons about discipline, strategy, teamwork, self-control, and health. These experiences correlated with his entrepreneurial spirit. Alejandro strives to help individuals break the cycle of intergenerational poverty. Knowing his family journey from Colombia has sparked an urgency to move with intention leave an impression, and build on his family's legacy. What would you say is the most important lesson that you have learned from your family? Okay. Um, my family is a close-knit family from mm-hmm. Medellin, Colombia. Um, like most of our families from our mother nations, good, honest, noble, honorable, hardworking individuals, right? With limited education, mm-hmm. right? taught very good values from their parents, grandparents, and so on and so on that were passed on to us, but maybe with some confused messages, right? Or uh, maybe some uh, unbeknownst hypocrisies, right? But that's okay. If we're aware of it, we break that cycle and we correct it for the next generation, right? Let's not miss that opportunity. But the biggest lessons that I learned from my parents that stuck with me, my father said to me, at a young age, my uncle used to echo it, his brother, his baby brother. Dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Right? Tell me who you're hanging with and I'm going to tell you who you are. Birds of the same feather flock together. Are you a street pigeon or are you an eagle soaring high? Right? you you, you got to think of your circle, those around you. You become the average of the five people you spend time with. The five things that you do regularly. Right? That's a habit. Mm-hmm. And you are what you consume, not just food, but music and movies too. Think about that. Music and movies too, not just food. So that was the message from my father, a hardworking man. Mm-hmm. Not only did he say things, but he, he led by example, the things he said. He's a true gentleman, always treated people with respect, regardless. Um, I've never heard my father swear. I, I, and the, the way he's maintained himself composed in confrontations, it's 
admirable. You're like, that man is a better man than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I give him credit on that strength because again, this, my father's self-educated. He never got to finish school, 12 mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. And uh, his mother passed away when she was 42. So his father was widowed and being one of the oldest brothers, he kind of had to put education on the side and start contributing to the financial needs of the family. So he, he made a big sacrifice early on. And I see a lot of strength in character in that because I feel very blessed, very, very blessed in the sense that we speak multiple languages, right? We're bilingual, Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of different talents, a lot of different experiences my father never had. You know, I, I, I play sports. I went to tournaments. I traveled across the country. I went to conferences as a youth. I got in front of policymakers. I've been around the world. I've had experiences that my father never had. And, yeah. and that's shaped my strength, my confidence, uh, my outlook on life. My mother always said, si no sirves, para que sirves? My mom always instilled in me to be servicial, of service mm-hmm. to others. And she would say this as I was a little kid, you know, dressing us up with the suit and tie to go to the doctor or to <laughs> church or wherever we were going, Boy Scouts and sports. So, you know, it's like, tiene que ayudar a los demás. So, no ser servicial. You guys are privileged to be here. You got to think of others, be helpful, lend your talents. You know, en la unión está la fuerza. We are a community. You know, we have to stick together. We got to help each other. We got to share, educate, and empower. This is my mom telling me this. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a woman that, you know, her upbringing was a little different too um, in, in Colombia. And I think her experiences is what led her to say, why are we tripping each other over? You know, why do, why are we being selfish? So she, she always taught me those things. You know, en la unión está la fuerza. That's why... For little kids, she's like, oh, you're going to be in Boy Scouts, right? You want to be in Boy Scouts? I'm like, all right. Yeah, I want to be in Boy Scouts. <laughs> you know, oh, there's a youth group after church. You're going to go to the youth group, right? You want to be in the youth group? I'm, okay, mom, I want to be in the youth group. You know, and she, she played that psychology of me as yeah. a kid. But thankfully, because that's how I found my voice. That's how yeah. I found my confidence. That's how I had these experiences that allowed me to navigate through these nuances uh, of life very differently. So those, those were the messages that I received from my parents that I recall, right? There's a lot of other messages that are contrary. So what are some of the obstacles that you have overcome during your your success? I, I say, you know, having to just reconcile that um, you have a vision for your future or a goal that somewhere along the line, you might have to make adjustments and pivot, right? It doesn't yes. mean you, you are not true to your word or you, you're not, uh, gonna achieve it, or you you set all these declarations and man and, and, and you didn't do what you do to manifest it. No, no, it, it, things happen to change uh, sometimes, and probably for the better, right? But reconciling that and understanding, okay, I'll give you a very good example. Is I I was committed and convinced that I'm gonna be a sports medicine doctor, passionate about sports. I grew up playing sports. Uh, my injuries at the end made me realize, oh. I didn't know there's a whole career with rehabilitation. So I got injured and I had to go to rehabilitation, physical therapy, and it was just working out. And I'm having this conversation with the therapist and it turns out this is a whole career. This opened up my mind. Like, what? 
<laughs> you, can, you can get paid for essentially helping people with uh, accidents and surgeries and, and strokes and all this and rehabilitate by working out. Like, I love this. You know, I, at that time, I'm already learning anatomy on my own and yeah. physiology on my own. They weren't teaching this in school. And, and I, I can't say I understood it all, but I mean, it was fascinating. I'm eating it all up. So, you know, I want to be a sports medicine doctor. I'm like, yeah, man, I can be. If I don't make it as a professional athlete, right? That was our wooden ticket, everybody, right? I'm going to be a professional soccer player. I'm going to be a professional baseball player. I'm going to be a b-ball, man, you know, whatever. So I'm going oh, to be a sports medicine doctor. I'm going to be a doctor for the New England Patriots or the Celtics or the Red Sox, right? You know, some, some great organization. And when I was doing my internships, academically, I loved it. I ate it up the anatomy, the physiology, the chemistry. Some mm-hmm. subjects were more challenging than others, but I was able to take this with everything else that I was learning about how the mindset works, how the universe functions, how our attitude you know, affects all that. And it was just all making sense. I'm like, how complete and awesome is the universe that has been created? Like our bodies do all these things to keep us alive in homostasis. Like I don't have to tell myself to breathe. So I'm doing my internships. I'm having amazing experiences, some very... Uh, in your face once with the ICU burned uh, unit of people who, who just very, very unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. But I started, thankfully, with, with the knowledge that I had, uh, starting to see what some of us may not have noticed. And I'm looking at the physicians, the pinnacle, the pinnacle, the gold standard of healthcare. And they're sick. They were overweight. They were tired. They were smoking cigarettes from the stress. That doesn't make sense. This is contrary. There there was just a session earlier this week where they were telling us that lack of sleep is the equivalent of driving drunk. Mm -hmm. And these people are going to go perform surgeries? This doesn't make sense. I don't want this. That's where it started. Like, man, maybe I don't want a career in healthcare. This is a giant. I'm going to be swimming up against the current. I got the bedside manners. I got the passion. But there's got to be a different way to have an impact on people's lives. It's got to be a different way to to lend my talents and my passion to to help leave the world a better place, to have a positive imprint. So that was a moment I had to reconcile. I guess I'm not going to be a physician. And it was tough because I had been telling my family and my friends and everyone was rooting for me. You're going to be an awesome doctor. You're going to be a great doctor. The industry needs people like you. That's why I love you. Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, man, am I a failure? How do I tell them that? I don't, I don't think I'm going to go down this route anymore. Change your plans. That was tough. Yeah. That was tough, right? So, so those were some of the hardest life lessons where, you know, reconciling. You know, letting go of certain people because they were just too toxic for our relation, for our, for, you know, whatever level of relationship we had, whether it was a, an intimate one or just a professional one, you know, letting go. Even if you, these people had been in your circle for a long time and you had great memories and they were, you know, very much a part of your life in earlier formidable years, you know, reconciling all that and, and letting go and saying it's okay, you know, mm-hmm. so if I, if I can tell anybody, whoever's listening, is that making changes is okay, you know, especially if those changes are necessary for you and where you want to go and where you're seeking 
and believe your happiness and joy is. Such a great point. It's always good to remember that our life plans are meant to be flexible. We should always plan to remember that our lives are unplanned. What you just said, it hit me. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. And, and, and you know, the thing is, and, and trust your intuitiveness, right? The gut, they say, and, and seek the path that, that where you find happiness and joy. Continue to invest in your skills and growth and understand it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that doesn't say that in the future, all the things that you've been excited about growing up will finally culminate into this amazing manifestation of the best of those worlds, right? There's nothing yeah. that says in the future, I might not be able to put up a business that talks about the passion that I have about food and health and nutrition, you know, mm-hmm. exercise and sleep and all these things. And I've incorporated into my wealthness wheel, right? Think about that. So we got to take care of our mental health, our physical health, our financial wealth. A lot of things that people neglect is this taboo to talk about mm-hmm. finances in our motherlands. No, no, not the, the new way is we need to talk about finances, right? Our relationships, everything else matters. So make it a part of your wealthness wheel, wealth, right? Because, you know, yeah. or wellness, if you want to say wellness, but I call it wealth wheel because wealth isn't necessarily monetary. Mm-hmm. Wealth is, you know, financial, it's health, it's mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's so many elements. And so at some point when you finally achieve this wheel or your wheel is nice and smooth and it's turning efficiently, all these things that have motivated you, all these passions and hot buttons that resonate with you will probably finally culminate. Mm -hmm. And right now you are an architect. You are an architect of your design right now, of your creation and you're using business to create this. You are an architect, maybe not a skyscraper, right? But you are creating your skyscraper right now. We can't be hard on ourselves. We are so harsh on ourselves. We are so critical on ourselves. That's why we need to control that voice in here. You know, do away with the old cassette and create a new mindset. Let's go, let's grow. How would you define the term move with intention and how does it apply to your your life? All right, so... You know, it's funny you say that because I uploaded a video recently talking about, you know, actions without intentions or intentions without actions. You know, you got to move with intention. I, I've been involved in community engagement since I was a young boy through church, Progreso Latino, Proyecto Esperanza, Boy Scouts, youth conferences, you name it. And, you know, you learn a lot of things about local issues, right? I lost a cousin of mine to a drug overdose for a painkiller because he was self-medicating. He never had healthcare. He had a bad car accident and messed up his hip. And, um, you know, it culminated in in, in an overdose. And that that affected me tremendously, tremendously. Uh, I can't say that I fully um, am in a place where uh, it's okay to talk about it without hurting deeply because it does. and, and that's just me. That, that put it a lot into perspective for me. Like, yo, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen at any moment, you know? Um, and so I, 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 after I, I was processing that, I bought life insurance. Again, I had it before 
I was like, oh, what am I paying this money? I bought life insurance again, you know, and, and I'm going to revisit my life insurance policy and try to get a better one, make sure it's the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that moved me to say, man, I know about products and services out there for moments like this. What, what am I putting it off for? You know, there's a little thing in my head when I get older, when I grow up, you know, and it was like, I am older. I am grown up. What am I waiting for? I'm in my late thirties approaching 40. Come on. Like, let's put this stuff into action. The other thing was, I don't have any children right now. I, I always thought that I would by now. I'm not mm-hmm. opposed to it. I'm still hoping to. I always thought, wow, this is such a great reminder, Alejandro. Another one. <laughs> uh, this is why we should always plan. But remember that our lives are unplanned. Remember that life plans are meant to be flexible. You have the opportunity to complete everything, but don't be so hard on yourself if by a certain age that you already wanted to complete something, it's not happening during that season in your life. It will happen as long as you work on it, but it's okay if it's taking a little bit longer or if it happened too fast. It's okay. So what would be your morning routine? When I wake up in the morning, yeah, all right. Sometimes I even wake up before the alarm because you know your body's in a in in, in, a, in mm-hmm. a pattern, right? The cadence is in there, creating rhythm. It's such a quick little ritual. I just like look up, right? Because I'm usually facing up, or if I'm facing down, but I get up and I look up, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like just like just do this thing, like ah, you know, like I throw my hands in the air and I just like. I imagine I'm harnessing the energy up there and it's like, <laughs> wow, like a Dragon Ball Z type of thing. You know, I just do it quickly, right? Like, ah. Do it quick, Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, I just do that quickly. Like, wow. Yeah. You know, I just I just do this thing, you know, like it's, 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 it's the way to start the day. Like, come on, why? Like, let's just do this shit. Let's conquer it, right? If there's something that day that's really been pressing, that's usually the first thing that pops into my mind. Like, oh, I got this big event today. Oh, I got this appointment. Oh, I got this activity. But I don't discount that I wake up and it's just like, ah. Like, you know, I, I, I love seeing those uh, um, videos, uh, the, the hockey dance. Oh, yeah. You know, those rituals. I love that shit. Right. So, so I just kind of do that. Boom. I get out of my bed. My beautiful dog's there. He's like, all right, let's do this. I'm ready. You know, so I get dressed and I start singing to him. You know, I'm just from the moment, just happy energy. You know, I'm like, is este perrito lindo, muñeco hermoso, se llama blue, blue. <laughs> You know, and I just and I keep expanding on that little tune and I say, you know, who is this cute little fat dog? His name is Blue Blue. Doesn't matter. He's happy. Let's go. Let's grow. You know, and I get dressed and boom, I go downstairs. I get my coffee, you know, and I get out and I walk with my dog. I'm taking deep breaths. Ah, let's get that fresh oxygen in. Let's get those lungs doing this thing. Right. The exchange of oxygen is doing phenomenal things physiologically for your body and your brain. And I do the same for my dog. And so while he's walking around the neighborhood doing his thing, you, you probably know now, I take a moment or two and then on the camera, I'm recording the message. I'm mm-hmm. recording a thought. I'm recording something. And I clip them up and I share it with people on Instagram, my little morning coffee talks. Hopefully, you know, just building on the concept of wealth building, generational wealth building, mm-hmm. about breaking the cycle of poverty, about having the right mindset, maybe a little other, something around that wellness wheel that I have, right? And that's... Then I get over and I, and I, I let my dog give him a little treat. I pet him a little more. I give him a little hug because seeing my dog happy, like it just brings me so much joy. It really does. I mean, I look at the dog and I'm like, man, 
how can people not have one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just giving me so much joy. He's a cute little thing. Um, half pit, half husky, right? You got a husky, right? Used to, yeah. Used to. Other than they're yeah. great dogs. So um, after I do that, then I go off to the gym, go do some fasted cardio. All right. While I'm at it, right? And I get back. And then when I'm showering, by that point, magic happens for me because I got all the adrenaline. Right, the endorphins and serotonin from my workout from that morning. At the time I'm showering, I'm singing. I'm speaking to imaginary stadiums full of people. I'm talking about a chapter in my book that I'm writing. You know, it just the energy is there, the magic is flowing, the creative juices are all there. And I'm like talking about this while I'm showering and getting wet. Sometimes I take too long because I just like <laughs> I pause for a second, I really get in that space and I connect mind and soul, and I'm blah 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, I gotta write this down. So when I jump out of the shower, I quickly record it. I, I take most of it. And sometimes after I listen to it, like, that shit was whack. <laughs> it was only good in my mind. You know, I heard that back. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was way off. But the experience just invigorates me. You know, it keeps me going. gets me happy. It just puts me in the right space. And then I go off to work. I go off to my meeting. I go off to whatever it is that day I have to do. If I got to bring my uncle over to a property that we're working on to fix it up. If I got to get to the office because now I got a team meeting or I got to train or coach somebody. I got a client, you know, and then I just keep it going. Mm-hmm. I keep it going. But it starts from that moment. Just like, ah, let's go. Let's grow. Like I'm alive. You know, it's only so much time in the world. There's a sense of urgency to achieve these things. I'm a man on a mission. You know, I'm building a circle. I got a message. I got a brand. I am who I am. You are who you are. We are. You already know. So let's go. Let's grow. What would be your favorite quote? Anything that you're pushing and procrastinating, like, let's let's do it. Mm-hmm. And now let's grow. Let's reap the benefits from doing it, right? Actions lead to results, consequences, decisions, indecisions, inaction, but let's do something. Let's go and let's grow. Would you consider yourself a introvert or an extrovert? Introvert. Introvert. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> I think I think we all exhibit a little of both, right? Yeah. I think I think overwhelmingly I'm probably more of an extrovert when I'm in my space and in my element, right? Because yeah. I have felt introvert in other spaces, right? And maybe it's a form of intimidation. Maybe is um, maybe being a little too tired or being a little disconnected from my full potential. But I think we all have uh, a little of both introvert and extrovert, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's certain people that we just become more extroverted with. There's certain environments where we're more extroverted in. So where can my listeners go find you online? Uh, so I have a YouTube channel, um, Yo Soy Alejandro, which talks about the mortgages. Uh, quick digestible videos, 30 seconds to a minute. I think the longest ones are maybe a minute and a half. So it's suitable for everyone's attention span. On Instagram, you can find me at Yo Soy Alejandro underscore 007, like James Bond, right? Uh, <laughs> my name is Bond, Alejandro Torborn. Um, and, but that's where I'm sharing a lot of my brand in terms of the wellness wheel. So it's not exclusive to mortgages and real estate and building generational wealth through using real estate, cryptos and stocks, et cetera, et cetera. But the mindset, uh, I'm also on LinkedIn, which I need to update and, and build it up. I'm on Facebook. Okay. And uh, I just got the TikTok to kind of start showing more of the silly side of me and my, my little jingles and raps that I come up with. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
which is whack, but um, no, that's you know, good. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to be adding to the TikTok. So I am on social media. I'm on the platforms where people are hanging out and you'll find my phone and you can call me or text me. And, um, you know, we can start this conversation, this journey. I coach and train people, um, not just for real estate and sales, but also just trying to make better improvements in life. Um, and, and ultimately just trying to bring this message of, of breaking the cycle of poverty, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I'm being invited to speak to organizations and, and being paid for that to provide a positive impact. Thank you, Alejandro, for being on my podcast. And to all my magical friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I would be so happy if you went on iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Like our Facebook page for daily posts and inspiration. Or connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to see the latest content. Check out my website at mgtouchofmagic.com to learn more about my business. I am Myra. I am looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. And until then, let's continue making the magic.